recording. Uh, this is Booze and Ghouls, episode 13, lucky number 13. Ooh, ooh, creepy. I'm Alana. I'm Leanne. And um, we have something special for you guys today since it's the 13th episode. Um, we decided to do a special on the Ghost Adventure special that it's, is exclusive to ooh. Discovery Plus, which is their investigation of the Cecil Hotel. Which was, if I may, wild. Yeah. And if you remember from, fuck, I don't remember what episode it was now, but Leanne covered the death of Elisa Lamb. I, was that episode three, four, something like that? It was early on. I, it is to date one of my favorite things. Yeah. It's just obviously like, not her passing away, but right. you the know. story, because it's so crazy and yes. still unexplained, still unsolved. We don't know what happened. Um, I mean, they, I think they ruled it an accidental drowning or something, but it's just like, so they did, they talked about that in the thing. Um, it was like, what it was ruled an accident. Then they moved it to unknown and then they moved it right back to accident or something right before they released it or the other way. It's crazy. But anyway, Um, can I just say to you that I had a book party? Um, oh yeah, uh, your Facebook book. Oh I yeah, yeah. You didn't. You didn't buy anything, so thanks a lot. Well, I forgot that it was going on because you know I never go on Facebook. Mm. So I joined it and then I forgot about I'm totally it. Totally kidding. Um, but the lady sent me a thank you card, and it, there's a sticker. Oh my gosh, that's so cute. What does it say? Are you ready? Because okay, so it has a little avocado half, and it says books that'll guac your world. <laughs> Isn't that cute? That is cute. Yeah, so she sent me a cute... Oh, and I also got something else in the mail today. Oh, what did you get? This Okay, well, it's really not funny because, like, there's this person who obviously stalking me trying to be my friend. Sent me a Christmas card! Just got that today? Literally just got your Christmas card today. Dear Lord, I mailed that forever ago. <laughs> That's funny because I was like, wow, it's it's the 11th of January. Weird yeah. weird move, but okay. You like know, I, I don't just got Friday, I just got a, a like a small little envelope package from one of my friends in North Carolina and the postmark wow. date on it was December 16th. Oh, holy shit. I well, I you know what I, I threw away the envelope, so I don't know yeah. when you no, sent this. I, I, I love yeah, it. I, I sent all of my Christmas cards like before Christmas. <laughs> wow yeah i was i saw it and it's so cute isn't that cute i, love it. I thought you would like a little so, um i bought it cute. was from a pack if i may say of like woodland creature one so there was i sent you the moose but there was a hedgehog and there was a fox and there was like a bear and they were all really cute <laughs> that is adorable like um some of the cutest christmas cards i think or it did cards. they weren't all exactly christmas well, you did send me also, I do love this. Okay, so it's a sticker of Santa Claus. And he has a, I don't know why I'm describing this. I'm describing this for the listeners, not for you. Because you obviously know what it looks like. <laughs> but it makes me laugh. It's like a hipster Santa Claus kind of. He has like a handlebar mustache, but also a beard. And he has like tats, like Christmas tats on his arms. And it, but it says, ho, ho, ho. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it's you would so like funny. That. Because like we have a running joke in my family about ho 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 because like one Christmas Eve, my one niece had already left 
um she was like old enough like she like didn't live at like at her house anymore so she like had gone home and my other niece and I were still wrapping gifts and so there was this big red package and it said ho 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 on it so we like went and found this big thing and like made this sign that said Zara is a and like put it on there and it like looking back it's like not that funny (laughs) well that's funny but she was it, the, the best part is she was like super pissed about it in the morning when she got there on Christmas morning, which of course in my family, if somebody is mad about something, we should make more fun of them for right, it. Right. So yeah, it was super duper fun. Um, but no, that, I think that was a big thing this year where people were making like shirts and wreaths and all kinds of things that say there's some ho ho ho's in this house. Yeah, yeah, from that wa- yeah wop or whatever. And I just thought that that was so, <laughs> so, so funny. I love it. That's amazing. <laughs> anyway i love it the ho jokes ever get old with the santa ho ho they really don't (laughs) they really don't um also your other sticker i feel like i need to tell um the listeners about the sloth sticker and how i'm petrified of sloths are you really because do you you know this about me don't you know i don't don't think i knew that you were i know you don't like lizards or squirrels i did not know that you were scared of sloths okay when you say those three things all together it makes me sound like a fucking weirdo (laughs) which now I'm realizing I am and I but I'm gonna I'm gonna forbear um okay first off he's cute okay first off to me I will tell you this and I know there's no scientific backing behind this but I swear that sloths are fucking with us and they absolutely can move fast Okay. That's first off. I know there's no scientific proof of this, but I swear to you. And so in my mind, every time I see a sloth fake picture, whatever it is, I think to myself, that smile he's got, it's because he has a secret and his secret is he's going to jump on your jugular and kill you when you're not expecting it. You have Thank you for coming to my Ted talk. You have problems. <laughs> I do not know. Like, okay. One, I never knew that before that you don't oh, like sloths about me Two, my cousin Joanne. I love sloths. I think they're Ooh. so fucking cute. Have you ever seen videos of like baby ones? And have you ever seen the way they poop? No, they have to grab onto a tree and they <gasps> like, we climb on, well, they climb down a tree and they grab onto the base and at the base of the tree, they poop and it takes them forever. And they just hug the tree while they poop. <laughs> That's hilarious. I wonder how long it takes them to, I wonder how often they do that. Yeah. I don't remember. Cause I've, they I probably do it at night when no one's watching and they just scale down the tree and poop and then just scale right back up the tree. <laughs> I hate I love that. You're I just hate, like, you're like, they're sloths. secretly fast and they're just, yeah. <laughs> and I believe that, like, I believe that wholeheartedly. <laughs> my nephew and I uh, feel the same way about slaws. My cousin is always sending us little pictures. Ariel, my niece is always sending me well, stuff. You- Feel free to pass that sticker on to someone else then if it's gonna No, be- I'm gonna keep it. It's cute. <laughs> <laughs> That's a I lot. I got a pack of the of these sloth stickers and I thought they were so cute and I sent them to like all my friends in the cards. Yeah, actually that is funny though because my niece actually did just yesterday send me a picture of a random sloth like in a bathtub or something, and I'm just like, I hate you so much. But anyway. Sorry. No, I just thought <laughs> that's a great tangent. Anyway. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, what are you drinking? But we're both drinking the same we thing. We are. We're twins. A special drink that we invented that we're uh, affectionately calling this the Cecil. We're calling it the Cecil. Cheers. Cheers. And um, so good. That, well, yours is slightly different because you had lime vodka and I said, 
I don't have vodka. I don't have lime vodka, but I have vodka and I have limes. Correct. So you can use either or, but it starts with um, vodka and then we've got Sprite, a splash mm-hmm. of cranberry juice. And then if you, if your vodka isn't lime vodka, then you want, you want to squirt a lime in there too. Hell yeah. And uh, we'll put the recipe for this drink up on Instagram, probably the day before the episode drops so that. Yes. Um, and everyone should make the drink and drink it while they're listening. As they're listening, yeah. Yes. It's really good. It is good. A little I mean, tart. Vodka and Sprite is like a, a classic staple kind of drink. If you're doing like, you know, if you want something lighter, you're not doing like a rum and Coke or whatever you want a vodka and Sprite. But also, right? Uh, vodka cranberries are pretty popular, so we just kind of combined them and then threw a little bit of lime in there. Hell yeah, delicious! The Cecil, although to be fair, I would never take glass into the Cecil because I'd be scared out of my mind and end up dropping it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I am drinking out of a a um a glass glass today, but if I were in the Cecil with Zach Baggins. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know how I feel about this. I don't even need to tell you. Go ahead. Um, well, this is the, okay. So this is the thing is we watched the whole special, which is like an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're going to get into that. But first I thought we'd talk about, I'd give a little bit of history on the Cecil Hotel really quick. Please and then do. we can jump into the episode and our thoughts. You um, know, I love history. So late on me. Well, really, I just looked at the Wikipedia entry because I meant to put some stuff in my notes and then I forgot to do that ahead of time <laughs> so i just have it pulled up here yeah well it's all right. i know that they because of their you know their uh what is the word that i'm looking for their dark history their dark past uh-huh tried rebranding and they've been renovating it um so it's no oh, really longer, it's no longer called the cecil hotel it's called stay on main now oh, really i didn't know that yeah yeah they didn't say that in the episode because obviously it's still you know the hotel cecil um is the famous name so it's a i didn't know this either until i saw this it's a budget hotel in downtown los angeles so it's like really which makes more sense now of like people who can't afford to stay at the nicer places will go there so that makes sense um it's located at 640 south main street and it opened in 1927 it has 700 guest rooms wow that's big i guess i don't know i mean to me that seems big but I, yeah i guess i don't know how many rooms are in a normal i don't either but i'm gonna find out oh like you can see when you see pictures of it it's pretty tall because i remember uh from the investigation one of the floors they were investigating was the 14th floor so it's 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 pretty tall I mean, not tall, like 50 floors, but you know what I mean. You know what I mean. Um, so it was built in 1924. Really? Quick? Yeah. The average hotel, I believe, has 115 rooms. Is okay, so it is, it's pretty decently big. Pretty then. big, yeah. I mean, I don't know if that's true, but that's just what I'm seeing. But yeah, so then um, within five years of its opening, the the U.S. went into the Great Depression um and yeah so it says although the hotel flourished as a fashionable destination through the 1940s the decades beyond so the saw the hotel decline as the nearby area known as skid row became increasingly populated with transients um, and as many as 10,000 homeless people lived within a four mile radius 
by the 1950, the hotel had gained a reputation as a residence for transients. Um, so in 2011, they rebranded as Stay on Main. And then in 2017, it said that they were undergoing renovations. But yeah, so anyway, that's the Cecil Hotel. I love it. And um, there's very interesting. Of, there's there's a lot of violence yeah. and suicide associated mm-hmm. with, the, with the hotel. So as we'll as we'll get into that. But I also just wanted to ask you if you had a favorite part of the episode. I do. Uh, what is it? Well, it's tied. I have two favorite parts. And I know that I it sounds like I'm setting this up for some kind of a joke or quip, but I'm really not. I just said do. I have two favorite parts. Okay. Um, do you want me to tell you them now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just thought okay. I just So my first favorite part is um when they were in the room with Patty. No, 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 no. It was the it was Goldie. When they were in the room with Goldie and um they were he was like let me take a picture of you with the hat yeah and there is a clearly an orb that shoots straight down from the yeah. top of the ceiling into the hat clearly yeah, that's pretty crazy also since you're bringing that up i would like to just briefly talk about i don't know if you saw it but i i live tweeted it on our uh, um podcast account but that was back when we only had like 20 followers so like only one person was like there liking my tweets. Uh, shout out to Steven from Bundacast because he was the best. Once and stay one, Steven, we love you. <laughs> I mean, he's my friend anyway, but like uh, they they have a podcast too, him and his wife, Danny. And um, he was like the only one liking my tweets. And I just felt like I was like, at least someone is someone out there. To me. <laughs> But I live tweeted the um the Ghost Adventures Joe Exotic Zoo special. Yes, and I haven't seen that. And so, well, they do a thing where they go into this room, or it's in one of the I think it was Joe Exotic's house, and they're they're talking they're trying to talk to the spirit of Travis, mm-hmm. and the same kind of thing happens. This light anomaly Ooh. they catch, and it goes to the shelf area. So they go dig on the shelf and try to find what was there, and it was a hat that belonged to Travis. And they were saying that it was like one of the things that Joe Exotic would do to like punish him or whatever, would take his thing. He took it and like hit it so he couldn't find it because it was like his favorite hat or whatever. Um, and so then they found it and it was, it was like, almost like he was like trying to tell them, Hey, that's my hat there or something, you know, it was. Wow. So I was just things with hats I was <laughs> I have to watch the episode because I have not seen it yeah it was it was really interesting um because some of the things were really weird like they got EVPs of like tiger growls <gasps> and there weren't like really it didn't sound like regular like um what you hear when it's more human so excuse me sorry <laughs> 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 but um it was no, it was like, a, it sounded like a tiger, but there were no tigers in that area. Wow. So, but also people say that, you know, Joe Exotic would kill some of the tigers and that they were buried in the back there. Like, and they weren't like sick or anything. He was just like kind of an asshole. Yeah. Um, that's really sad. Yeah. So I was like, is this like a tiger ghost? I don't know, but it is um, a really interesting episode. You should watch it. I will. 
that's really sad i oh my gosh that breaks my heart i just hate thinking about people hurting animals no i know it's the worst animals and the elderly i just in kids i mean really anyone but especially those <laughs> don't, don't hurt people or- like don't hurt people period don't be a dick but yes. especially not those three groups oh yeah that was my one and then my other one that really got me was shoot where did i oh okay so this one this one was just something that he did it wasn't even anything that happened i just thought it was really interesting when he brought the richard ramirez the drawings oh yeah yeah i was like pretty tripped out by that because um you know and we love true crime and everything and my sister and i actually watched this together the second time i watched it and uh, she's like really into true crime as well so we were like oh my gosh that's so crazy like those are his drawings and then i got us talking about how he has a, a museum in vegas oh yeah and so um i i really would like to go there but yeah it was like crazy to see that just know that's one of the things i want to do is i want to go to his museum yes uh if we could go together at some point because you know i'm in vegas i know and that's a travesty because you know my sister lives in vegas and it is vegas 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 (laughs) that that was me doing chevy chase when he's looking out the the window in vegas vacation and he's going funny i knew it was from something (laughs) um that movie's great yeah yeah i i thought that was just really intense because it just showed like the pure evil i don't know why it's just like his drawings just look so evil and they were cool drawings you know what i mean like they were cool but they just look so evil and the just all the the evil that they they all said they felt there in the um i think one of the biggest things that is is truly evil is um just conflict you know what i mean and I, I like just the whole episode being when they were having so many, you know, they were like having a conflict with each other. Oh yeah. Yeah. And they were just arguing. I'm like, that is just, that to me, that is what, like what pure evil is, is just breeding conflict for conflict's sake, you know? Yeah. Cause they were all getting agitated and upset. Yep. So I think I, I don't know. I, I think my, maybe my favorite part was Zach doing the elevator game. <laughs> because yes i have it written down in my notes too but he he didn't read the rules before he got on the elevator to do it he was reading it as he was doing it yep it's just so great yep um and i was like the level of preparedness there with the elevator (laughs) he was too because then he was like oh shit why didn't i read these rules beforehand Which is funny too, because like, okay, so you and I, like, we love, you know, we've seen Ghost Adventures. We, you know, Zach Baggins, we know all about that. And it's funny introducing my sister to these things because she has, she's never seen an episode of Ghost. I mean, like, she believes that ghosts are real, but she's like, she's never seen an episode of Ghost Adventures, nothing like that. And uh, so having her watch him is like literally the greatest thing in the world watching somebody watch Zach Baggins. That's so funny. Is because she's like, are you serious? Are you are you serious with this shit? Like because he just, you know, like he just acts some type of way all the time. And um and that's the same way. Like it's funny because when I downloaded that episode of um conspiracy theory with Jesse Ventura, I had to like warn her before we watched it. I was like, just so you know, like this is gonna be super, super like ridiculous the way that he talks. And she was like, okay, okay, I'm prepared. I'm like, no, you don't understand. Like, he's he's ridiculous. And so then as soon as I turned on the Zach Baggins one, she was just like, oh, so this is going to be another one of those conspiracy videos? Because <laughs> you know how Zach just talks like that, that yeah, talk, yeah, yeah. you know? 
real dramatic. Oh, so dramatic. Okay, so let's, let's dig into the episode here. Let's dig. Um, so they start out talking about Elisa Lamb. Mm-hmm. And um, he called it the most mysterious death of the 21st century, which I thought was I loved that. a bold statement. Very bold. Um, but then he was also saying that he's been captivated slash terrified of this, <laughs> like, by this story for years. Yeah. And in parentheses, I wrote dramatic much. <laughs> oh, always. <laughs> always on. Always on it. But yeah, so I thought that that was uh, pretty interesting. But apparently he's been trying to investigate at the Cecil for years and they never left them before. And then finally, for whatever reason, they granted them permission for this. And they were saying that it's the first and the last time the Cecil Mm -hmm. says anyone can come investigate for uh, like paranormal research. And they shut down the whole hotel for them, which they made it sound like a big deal. And I was like, this is probably also because of COVID. Right. And I was thinking the same thing, or they possibly just don't have that many people like, you know, checked in any way that they could have said. And they can't, you know, it's probably yeah. a, a, a congruence of a bunch of different facts. It, yeah, it probably is. Congruence. No, I don't think so. Congruent. Yeah, because congruent would mean similar. I just don't know. Not anyway, state. but I think that's just like a bunch of things coming together. <laughs> so that they could. The perfect storm. Yeah, no, I agree. I think that uh, it was. It, but of course, you know, he's going to say this is the first time. This is the first time you've ever seen something like this. <laughs> that was my impression. It wasn't great. <laughs> But it's what I have. Oh, <laughs> your bone already, didn't you? Oh, of course he did. He's sniffing for another one now. He's so precious. Um, yeah, no, I, I thought the elevator game was crazy because he now, I've read the elevator game stuff before when we did the Alyssa Lamb. Alisa? Did he say Alisa the whole time? I've been saying Alisa. He said Alisa. I've heard people say it Alyssa. I'm yeah. not let's go with Elisa. Um, but yeah, he said, you know, he hadn't read it before, but I did, I read it. And, um, that was weird that he said the episode where he felt the cold was that, or the part where he felt the cold was the same part that the lady was supposed to be on yeah, the elevator. That was crazy. So that is pretty wild to me. And I mean, I mean, I, of course I, I would have to probably say, I think the elevator game is a little bit, not a thing, well, but yeah. it is weird that it happened. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that part too. I'm trying to walk through the next, the next part that they get to is they, they talk to that guy, James Bartlett, who's a true crime journalist. And he wrote a book about the Cecil. And, um, I thought his accent was interesting. I couldn't, I don't remember. I was trying to place whether I thought he was, um, Australian or something. Australian is what it sounded like to me. Yeah. I was, so I was, but it was like, I was trying to place him. Not that it matters, but I just was like, no, yeah, was, I don't know enough to... to listen to, you know, but uh, also too, really quick before, before you say that I did have two in my notes that when he was playing the elevator game, isn't that when it went to the seventh floor by itself? Yes. Yeah. Which I thought was really weird. Yeah. So I, I have that. That's like later in the episode that he does that. Oh, but, my um, bad. No, no, no. It's fine. Um, So they were talking to this guy and he knows a lot about the Cecil and he knows a lot about Elisa Lamb and, and mm-hmm. all of that. And they talk about the case and then they show the surveillance footage and also some news footage from when they found her body in the water tank. And there was like, they were mm-hmm. interviewing that one lady who was like, we've been drinking this water for eight days. Yes. Oh my gosh. So Ugh. gross. 
which was gross. So nasty. So also I had a I had a note here because they put a warning at the beginning of the episode about the graphic reenactments. And I was like, I don't like these super graphic reenactments that they do. And I remember when Ghost Adventures first started, like eons ago, uh, uh-huh. they, their reenactments weren't as graphic or um, violent as they now are. They they have a lot more, they use a lot more like fake blood right now and so i was just wondering what your thoughts were on that (laughs) that is weird i don't know i i will be honest i did not like that like so the one that sticks on in my mind it was not even it wasn't even any blood it was just at the beginning towards the beginning of the episode and they had the girl with the dark hair and she was standing like there was water rushing and she was standing there and in the clothes that she was in the elevator with i was like okay like I kind of was now that you mentioned it I kind of was like in my mind like okay that's not appropriate you know like she passed away I was some of them I was like is this kind of in poor taste because they hired like some Asian actress to do these reenactments and one is like inside the water tank and it's her it's a the girl is naked that's right I forgot about that one yeah that yeah that is important I feel like this girl died (laughs) yeah no I agree I I agree I think there's one thing that you know you you learn about it for sure because you want to you know it's interesting but yeah in poor taste but it was never my favorite part of the show anyway like when they first started out they did have some reenactments but i to me that was never i like i like the interview process and the history Mm -hmm. and then i like the investigation Mm -hmm. i don't give a fuck about reenactments if i if i gave a fuck about reenactments i'd watch a reenactment show like a haunting or whatever right where they cut back and forth to like, you know, a talking head of someone telling their right. story and then they go to the reenactment or something. Right. I don't know. I, I like a paranormal investigation show to be more about the investigation. Exactly. About- I don't need you to send me, show me a cryptic, you know, girl standing there and the yeah, and they water get, rushing by. I'm like, give me a break. Like blood flowing out and whatever. Right. But then again, that is totally his style. Yeah, no, it is. It is a style. I think it's a stylistic thing, but it just, it always kind of got to me that it got more graphic as they right and um this is totally an aside but i'm gonna bring it up because please do there's this podcast that i really like called lore Mm, oh yeah i I subscribe and they made it into a show on amazon prime really our season is really good because it still has the guy from the podcast aaron mankey like narrating. oh yeah yeah and they do i think a couple stories per episode like they fit them into the episode then they did the second season and i feel like each i didn't even finish it because i think each episode focused on a single story and it was mostly reenactments and oh yeah it was like if it was a graphic thing the reenactments were really graphic like they did one on elizabeth bathroom um which i may or may not cover her at some point because i think she's really interesting but um she was the lady in like the 16th century who was supposedly if if the rumors are true was like the most prolific woman serial killer in history <laughs> yes. because she would kill all these young girls and bathe in their blood to like maintain her youth Ooh. and so like they so have this just like lady in a bathtub with right blood and then she was right her blood was raining down on her oh it was like that would make me sick this is not what that's not what i sign on for <laughs> There's no need for all that. That's ridiculous. But yeah, so anyway. That's funny. I'm not a big reenactment fan. Just, <laughs> just <laughs> we'll leave it at that. Mm-hmm. So then he go 
goes into the same elevator and they he was making a big deal about how we researched the angles to see exactly where she was standing. That's right. Yep. Stuff. And then he was like even kind of mimicking some of her body language. Mm, yes. He's like, she put her head out like this and then put her head out like this and looked both ways. And um, I wrote in my notes, why though? <laughs> why? <laughs> why though? <laughs> and he was like, what was she doing? Who was she hiding from in here? right although i really do think that she probably was hiding from somebody actually oh, <laughs> like yeah, now that i say that out loud that surveillance footage is crazy yeah oh and i think i personally think that uh we're, that we're missing some of that footage yeah i believe that too I'm- i think like my sister and i were talking about it and um i said i think there's a good chance that somebody saw what really happened and i think it was probably an employee at the hotel mm-hmm. um and then uh you know the surveillance tape was you know removed by maybe a friend that they worked with or maybe a person who didn't want it to hit the press i you know i don't know all that i'm just saying pure speculation but that's what i think well, happened yeah, but we we went over this in the episode where you covered yeah. too, and i think we landed on what we think happened is that someone who works at the hotel had something to do with her death mm-hmm. and it could be like they were saying that she had to be moved from rooms because she had some erratic behavior and stuff right so I feel like if you've got a predatory male who sees a woman in this kind of situation and tries yep. to take advantage of it, and maybe at first she was being mm-hmm. receptive to his advances, and then she just right. says, no, I don't want anything right. to do with you. And then, you know, so he offed her, stuck her in the water tank, and mm-hmm. made it look like an accident. Yeah, I mean, that would, to me, that would make the most sense based on, like, her having to, like, not, you have to have access to that. Yeah, it's just the idea of this smallish woman even mm-hmm. if she's on drugs with the to- which the toxicology right so that she wasn't um i have a really hard time buying the idea of she climbed there by herself removed the the water tower top got in and pulled it closed on top of herself right i yeah i'm not I buying a really that. hard time believing that yeah agreed i couldn't do it no and no. i'm i'm like pretty strong and you're pretty strong and i wouldn't i, I don't know I just like, yeah. And also, why though? Yeah, why? You know, why? why? Even if why you're, though? even if you're tripping balls, right? What, what are you gonna think right. about getting into a water tank? Like, yeah, I no, don't that's know. Weird. Anyway, so after that p- portion, and at any time, feel free to stop me and add stuff from your notes if you. That's what I'm doing. Okay. Um, because I knew, I knew that you, I just figured, you know, like you would just take the lead and like, <laughs> and I would just chime in. Is that bad? It's, it's, no, it's, it's just a different kind of format because usually one of us goes first and then the other one yeah. goes and we're kind of just back. I'm just back. following your lead girl. <laughs> but, um, so the next they go to room 412, which is where she stayed. Mm-hmm. And then, like I said, that she had been moved because of her strange behavior and they interview this guy named Patrick, who is a former LAPD photographer. Mm-hmm. Um, and he said that he had been in that room before and that he was choked by an unseen force while he was in there. That's right. Which I thought was pretty crazy. Like he, and this is like a large man and he's right. like just a normal dude. And he's very calmly describing this crazy mm-hmm. encounter. Yeah in this room and then he got so uncomfortable while he was talking to them that he had to leave the room mm-hmm. which i thought was yeah. was pretty crazy too yeah there's definitely a lot of negative energy in that place yeah yeah and it's it's weird because i mean 
this is like a stereotype thing and you know whatever gender roles but you see a a, a large man right uh, become so uncomfortable in an mm-hmm. area and it, you're like wow it catches you <laughs> off guard absolutely yeah, it you yep. off guard. yep it's like for what, sure what's there it's just like a hotel but it's it's evil at the same time Something evil for sure is going down there um I don't know. I just heard a weird noise in the hall. <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> I mean, it's you know, it's New York, and it's there. There's always something going on, like people running up the stairs or bringing things down it and banging it. So I just sometimes I hear weird noises. <laughs> That's to love NYC. This is why I never worry about my apartment being haunted because every noise that I hear, I can chalk up to it's the neighbors or. That's true. You're never gonna have to be like, oh, like comforting right maybe when i move and then then it's too quiet and then right and then you hear oh it's it's a fucking ghost (laughs) (laughs) the ghost followed me um they were trying to get my attention this whole time i do think the hallway is haunted though because i feel like i've seen things a a few times and this is an old building it's like a pre-war oh yeah but anyway that's another story for (laughs) (laughs) it's true though so then they go up to the roof to look right. at the water tank. That's the thing, yep. And of course, Zach was being Zach. Like he does. And just he, he, now I don't know. I think being in this line of work, that he probably does have more of a sensitivity to this energy now. Agreed. But sometimes he just makes such a big deal out of it that I can't take him seriously. <laughs> yeah, it's like the littlest thing. And he's like, Are you fucking kidding me? Did you hear that? did you fucking hear that and it's like, like, like oh it feels so heavy and it fe- and he's just like it's time and i'm like i i aspire I want, to be that i want to trust you but also also you know that you're playing it up <laughs> yeah he totally is oh my gosh um and so then they 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 speculate just like we were about how she could have closed this lid by herself yep. And why she would do something so complicated just to end her life. Because tons of people have ended their lives at the Cecil right. Hotel. And they like jumped out the window. Yep. Or yep. Which we'll get to. Yeah. So that she. Lady. There's no need to like climb up to the roof and put yourself right. in a water tank. There's a lot easier yeah, ways to just, die. That doesn't. That doesn't. The only other thing I could think of would be if she somehow. And then it still doesn't explain the superhuman strength it would take. Not superhuman, but you know, her yeah. like strength for her would be if she was influenced by some type of a spirit to do that that's which, the next thing that they were theorizing about yeah what if a dark entity that resides at cecil hotel yeah. was influencing her and which, that's the only other thing like it sounds so far-fetched and crazy but that's the only other thing that i could think yeah too. I, I agree i don't think that that sounds crazy at all possessed by something or mm-hmm. you know something was there with her then i feel like that could have given her the strength to get in yep. there especially if when if she was acting weird yeah you know and off-putting before and people complained you know I've always been taught and I don't know if this is factual or not but that you know that evil spirits prey on people who are you know weak and who are scared and who are you know stressed and fractured you know in their in their mind I don't know if that's true or not but I'm just saying and like so if that is true then she might have been a very open it's like a um the word i'm looking for i was gonna say stereotype but that's i don't know it's like a common thought of people it's in the lore of like demon possession 
stuff like that. that yeah. It targets people who are weak willed or, you know, whatever. Right. And scared they, or. He apparently had some mental health issues. So you never mm-hmm. know. Sometimes I think it, a lot of times nowadays we go back and we look at things like demon possession or hauntings and say, well, it was just mental health issues. Mm-hmm. But I also kind of think that these things go hand in hand sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. One doesn't necessarily negate the other. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. yeah, who knows? But yeah, it is pretty crazy though. I, I think definitely one of those two things though. So next they started talking about Richard Ramirez. Oh. The serial killer. Which there is going to be this uh, a week. No, maybe tomorrow or a week from tomorrow. There's a new Netflix thing coming out about him. Night Stalker. Oh, interesting. I can't wait to watch them. Super excited. You know, and I'm, I feel really behind because I still haven't watched the Zac Efron Ted Bundy movie. It's good. He, He impressed me in that. Well, you know, I. I, he impressed me in he impressed me in down to earth netflix series but he really did impress me in that i think he's really um i think he's really talented he's come a long way I feel he has like. he really has um since high school musical <laughs> which i mean bad on it, bad on oh my gosh that is so great <laughs> like i don't ever want to be put in a situation where i have to watch that again but <laughs> at the same time part of me is like man i would just love to sit down and just watch just no. just the highlights yeah you know what i mean just like the highlights like the basketball I, game i don't think i ever want to like watch either what was there three three of the oh, movies Lord, I think there was three but maybe four i can't remember just shares the little clip of him dancing on the golf course for being bet on it i will watch it because yes. it's just a That's quality musical just number with like the two minute snippets of each song um i don't want to bring this up <laughs> what you're gonna <laughs> when we did when we did at church we did the high school musical series okay so and I think fabulous listen in church i often think about that <laughs> so we did a high school musical theme yeah, but we called it heaven school musical <laughs> did we stop did we really <laughs> i don't remember that of each week we we sang we're balling this <laughs> <laughs> okay actually though props to pastor for allowing that those type of shenanigans (laughs) yeah but secondly i do remember no no now that you said i do remember singing we're all in this together and that's so fucking funny but i do remember that you and i did the um fabulous yeah because i remember that apparently my acting was not on par with 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 yours and i was i was informed as such (laughs) oh by whom Can I not say that a lot? I don't know. Well, I did. Well, I would. Pro- I'm probably gonna cut some of this anyway. Okay. Well, then yes, it was her in. Yeah. Like, she was like kind of like you know. <laughs> she really like give shot. you notes that you were not doing as well. Like, okay. First off, I'm not an actor. Listen, I've had no formal training. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, was, listen, you're, you're lucky. I'm up here doing in elementary school, doing like the weekend update, a la Tina Fey, and you were fabulous. <laughs> right. Thank you. <laughs> so funny oh i forgot about that and then then i will say also too that our pastor dressed up in all black and did tape himself um didn't he tape himself on the golf course or was it the basketball i can't remember 
I don't know. I don't remember this. But whatever it was, he he really fell into it, and it was gold. It was gold. I mean, everybody everybody got really into it. <laughs> it was not a bad time. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so Alyssa Lamb about her. Well, we were gone to Richard Ramirez by this. Oh, time. that's right about him. Um, so they talked to that journalist Bartlett guy about him too. Mm-hmm. So Richard Ramirez, Richard Ramirez, that's a hard name to say. Yeah, Probably it is. two R's. It's hard when you have vodka. <laughs> Which is true. Vodka does not make it easier um, to say those but things. He stayed there in the 80s during his, his, his the height of his killing spree. Oh, yeah, he did. He even um, dumped his bloody clothes in the dumpsters behind the building. Yeah. Um, and then apparently he was into devil worshiping and he did satanic rituals. Mm-hmm. And he did them in the hotel. And Zach wondered aloud if perhaps he could have unleashed some kind of dark force that would maybe have influenced Elisa Lamb. Um, I think it's definitely possible. It is possible. I mean, it sounds ridiculous, but when you do rituals like that and you contact the other side, you do open doorways. You do. And so um, who knows what. And he was somebody who was truly, truly evil yeah and they said like he that was a really not a good dude somehow went up to the roof and had done stuff up there yeah threw a pentagram on one of the water towers that's right that's what i was just about to say about the pentagram on the water tower yeah, yeah. so like which water tower was it because it was right. the same water tower that she was found in that would be really crazy yeah i definitely think there's probably some there's some juice to that probably yeah like it's i mean it's i feel like it could be co- just coincidence, but it could be, there could be something there. Um, so then this is the part of the episode where Zach attempts the elevator game. That's and right. He, okay. He says, this might be hocus pocus, which were his words. He is but such a douche. Try to drum up the spirits any way possible. So he figures he'll give it a shot. Of and course. So he's reading the directions in the elevator as he's doing it, but he had not read them before. And I put in my notes in all caps, are you an idiot? <laughs> <laughs> he was too, because he was like, oh, I, why did I do this? <laughs> and oh then, so he gets gosh. to the part it's, you may see a woman come on the elevator at this part. Yeah. And he feels a cold wave of air mm-hmm. enter the elevator. And right away he goes, is that you? Is that somebody? He like talks to it. And then he reads uh-huh. the next page of the paper. It says, do not try to address her in any way. He's like, well, it's too <laughs> I've already talked to the wind. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, it's so great! But that, yeah, that's exactly what happened too. He just he was like, just trying to play that the elevator game, and then yeah. he didn't press more buttons, but the elevator started moving on its own and it went up to the seventh floor on its own, and he started freaking out. Which is weird. Yeah, I mean, it, weird, that is weird. weird. There were, and there's more stuff later too that happens with the elevators again. Yes. So, uh, meanwhile, during this part of the episode, they brought in this medium, Michael, and his mm-hmm. wife, and they brought him to the roof to try to sense maybe what happened with Elisa. And he was feeling uh, the spirit of a man, I think, that like mm-hmm. had some kind of influence on her. I don't know if you have anything else there in your notes. No, yeah, just that. And then the wife was in there, and wasn't she like drawing? And she was like, said she felt like Marty. Yeah. Which he walks into the, the hotel room and he calls her killer. He's like, Hey killer. Right. 
And then, and then of course, like to me, I'm like, okay, that's just him. Yeah, that's just like an affectionate name. But and then, then he's like, could it be that he felt the dark spirit? <laughs> and that's why he called her killer. Yeah. I'm like, all right. You're at like a 45. I need you at like a soft two right now. <laughs> but yeah, he the, he does do. Oh my, I don't know why he does that. But yeah, yeah. Um, she did. She said she felt definitely benevolent spirit, I think is what she said. Her words. And then who she drew they think could have been the one guy that had uh, c- uh, committed suicide. Yeah. Um, she, she drew like two two different people, a man and a woman, I think. Yeah. Um, and they talked about like, could this be so-and-so or could this be so-and-so? Right. So then they go back to room 412 and Michael senses Richard Ramirez's spirit and zach gets scratched on the neck that's and did you see the so i i I didn't catch this the first time the first time i watched it i saw that he got scratched on the neck but i i don't know if you caught this but on the second time i watched it he got scratched in the face too oh yeah they showed there was something earlier before they were recording he said he felt something by his eye and then welt by his eye yeah i thought that was pretty wild because um I don't know man he was you can bet Ooh. your ass if we ever go anywhere and try to like investigate anything i mean we're not like professional investigators anyway but i do like I right like those tours and shit mm-hmm. but if we ever go anywhere and something physically accosts one of us we're getting the fuck out. out like I'm right out. Away. <laughs> like out. leaving <laughs> not happening i will not stay somewhere where something is touching me or scratching no. me no just no can, what is it like pierce the veil that much to get at me fuck yeah. no no thank you hard pass so that's when zach reveals that he's brought some of richard ramirez's yes. drawings and he had put them in the closet and so he thinks that maybe um that's what's agitating his spirit or whatever mm-hmm. which i mean could very well be because isn't that the part where he said oh did you did you like my or are you glad I brought the drawings and he said he picked up on that reader thanks or yeah think. that comes that that comes back I have that a little further down in my notes mm-hmm. when they come back because you know the way they edit these is they go to yeah, another in and out and in and out yeah but they do they ask him if they if he likes that they brought the drawings there and it the whatever little thing they have like ovulus or whatever says thank mm-hmm. which is crazy it is crazy because I could see that happening um and then so all of these other people that they have like the mediums and stuff everybody leaves and they begin their investigation Mm -hmm. and as they're starting even in the nerve center they feel a cold spot right away right so then they start going down the hallway and um zach addresses elisa lamb directly and he says that they'd like to talk to her whatever and he tells the evil spirits to back off he's like if you're an evil spirit he's like yep you have to back off. Like he has any kind of authority in this place. <laughs> like, right. Like they're like, oh, oh, Zach's here. Fuck. Okay, fine. Yeah. Right. I feel like if it's it's different, like if you're a house and you're a homeowner and it's your house, yes, you do have the right. You can tell those spirits to go away. It's like you right. Know? But I'm like, he's just coming into this random hotel and he's like, if you're an evil spirit, you need to back That's off. Get out of here. <laughs> I just thought it was oh, funny. Oh, it's so funny. It is though it is this is exactly what he says too and he says it with such authority that you want to believe that he has that authority yeah, like they're like oh shit zach megan's is here we gotta leave you guys oh, all right fine we'll leave her alone <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no she does talk yeah 
so well they start using something called the polter pod which i've never seen before but it really just give me a break a juiced up spirit it's like a puck it's yeah it's a little bigger than a spirit box um and it does the same thing as a spirit box but i don't know i don't know i mean it's a special one that's made just for them so uh he tries asking questions and then he says who are we talking to and this weird Mm -hmm. like male voice says Elisa Lam, like 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 that. I thought it. I thought it did. I thought it sounded like every time I would watch these shows and they they do the spirit box, like um, unsolved, Buzzfeed unsolved, and all that. I always like close my eyes because I don't want to be influenced by what they think they're hearing, you know. But that's one that I 100 was like, oh yeah, that's exactly what it said. But it was just weird because it was like a male voice saying it, not a female. Right. And then the unexplained female voice like comes right behind this voice, but you can't mm-hmm. understand what she's saying. So right. I don't know. Uh, yeah. It almost, I'm not, I don't like to make these big speculative speculative leaps like I know that they do on the show. Right. Like but almost you kind of wonder if there is something evil and it did right. talk to her and it's keeping yes. her is that the male voice? Mm-hmm. And then her voice was the voice that followed, you know? That's what I, that's, that's exactly dude that is exactly what i was thinking because it could be keeping her trapped there you never know Absolutely. like her spirit might be trapped there mm-hmm. um and then i put they then detect a cold spot as they're leaving this room with their fancy schmancy laser grid that's <laughs> <laughs> the love the laser grid that i just said i hadn't seen that one before that it can like detect temperature and stuff like, yeah that i have seen that before but i can't remember where movement or whatever but this one right uh picks up temperature too but i guess when you've got like 20 seasons of a ghost right. hunting show you know you can afford your you can afford the luxuries in life you know <laughs> <laughs> so then they go to richard ramirez's room and they hear this weird growl um which they record i hate that and then, um as they're there zach keeps going are there any demons here? He keeps on <laughs> any demons. And so every time he would say that, I was just thinking about um, Shane Madej in the, oh in my the gosh. episode when he calls them horny boys. And so <laughs> every time he was like, is there any demons here? I was like, any horny boy? <laughs> That's so funny because it is like when he's, oh my gosh, I can't. <laughs> I, I Gold. Gold. So then they all start feeling weird. Yep. Nope. And Aaron, Aaron is getting agitated, which doesn't normally happen, but he keeps going raw. He's like, I don't know, man. I just feel like raw. And I have, you know, I watch everything with the subtitles on and it literally was saying raw, like R-A-W-R. Like that's what he was saying. And he just kept saying it over and over. I want that as a shirt. Right. And and like, I don't know, man, I'm just feeling raw. I'm just feeling raw. (laughs) Because, hey, we're all feeling a little raw right now. I mean, honestly. No, that is crazy, though, because he doesn't get fired up like that usually. And he was really hot to try. Like, he was feeling the rage, which is like, he doesn't usually get like that. He's like the cinnamon roll of the group. Right. And um, so then he also starts hearing things that the other guys aren't hearing. He's hearing all voices and screams and things and they're like no man we're not hearing this but he's hearing it which is really weird and it really does make you think that like there might be some 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 stuff to 
people hearing voices and then doing like following them out places or jumping or whatever the case might be because he was I mean he wasn't playing you know I mean he wasn't making that up like he was he was I I don't think people weren't hearing like we say you know Zach is dramatic and stuff but I don't think any of these guys are good enough actors to pretend that something is happening to them when it's not right agreed um they're just normal dudes trying to do a job you know right (laughs) well yeah they're trying to make a living that so right about this time they catch some i just wrote they catch some light anomalies on the camera so i don't know if you have anything further with that um and then i also put here can we also briefly talk about why a lot of serial killers do art that's weird right (laughs) well you know it's funny that you say that what's his face john wayne gacy did uh paintings Mm -hmm. And I don't I- think it's weird. I think, okay, well, I'm going to say this and I think that you'll agree because you are artistic is I, I think that people who are artistic are very much, how do I want to say this? I think probably more in tuned to the struggles and or feelings of everything and we've talked about this before though how like a lot of times artists whatever avenue their art might take tend to sometimes be uh find themselves uh more susceptible like not more susceptible but like into addiction and stuff like that and because they're trying to to hush that pain because they feel so much yeah well this is another thing too is like why so many comedians die by suicide Mm -hmm. um because really to be that kind of funny you have to know the pain on the other side of it very much so um so i guess it does make sense in that way yeah like there's there's these crazy dark demons that these serial killers are wrestling with Mm -hmm. that art would be an outlet for them yeah well Um, and two i think just when you see these well it's kind of funny that you say that actually because anytime like i have students that are like really struggling with things in you know struggling with with issues or a lot of times I'll be like in the classroom you know you can only do so much but I'm always like why don't you draw a picture or like write something out like talk like write it out or draw it out or and then you're like well you know you're encouraging them to get these feelings out and then we look at them like Richard Ramirez stuff and we're like oh this is crazy shit but it's like sometimes that that's really the way to get out these things you know sometimes you need to draw the thing or sing about the thing or right. thing so that you don't actually do the do thing. The thing. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. So, uh, which this is totally random, but also reminds me of the episode of New Girl with um, Julius Pepperwood when Nick pretends to be like, the <gasps> oh my gosh, yes. He's worried oh about that goodness. student of hers that's writing these uh, stories about like killing her. <laughs> that is okay. New Girl's amazing. But I'm loving that you bring this up because the guy that plays that, the weird guy that, that is like doing the thing. Have you ever seen The Heat with Melissa McCartney and Sandra Bullock? No, I don't think so. Are you fucking kidding me? But I, so I, that I, was aggressive. I apologize. Okay, <laughs> that was very aggressive. <laughs> I know here I am roasting him for being aggressive or I mean being dramatic. And I I did come a little slightly I, unraveled. I don't think okay well it is hilarious you should watch it yeah but part of it you know he has that accent he has like a he has a boston accent oh okay okay and so like in the movie he's like sitting they're all sitting at the table and he's like looking at sandra bullock and he's like 
are you a knock? She, <laughs> he's saying narc, but she's yeah. like, I don't understand. Like she's really <laughs> proper in that, you know? And he's like, ah, you, or are you not a knock? Like Johnny Depp in 21 Jump Street. And then so she's like, oh, oh, a narc. Am I a narc? And so she like repeats it. And he's like, what was I saying? <laughs> it is the best. It, really it, it is I can't believe you haven't seen that movie because it's a good one. Um, yeah, I'd like to see it. And then on my notes here, I, I put side note, Zach Bagans is 43. <laughs> you know what? He's not a bad looking 43. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> I just thought it was a side note, Zach Bagans is 43. Yeah, like, you know, whatever. Know. Fun fact. <laughs> Good to know. Um, I feel like this was because this was at a point where I was trying to look up stuff online like to see if there were any reviews of this episode and i uh-huh. it was it was in one of those articles i don't know that's hilarious so then again i guess they're still in richard ramirez's room and something touches zach and then they ask if he likes the pictures they brought in the devices thank um and then they bring the sls camera to the elevator and they catch a figure standing inside the elevator which was what i have anomaly in elevator yeah which i mean that I'm shook by that. I don't really understand how this thing works, but it maps if there's like an anomaly that has, you know, mm-hmm. uh, a body, basically. I don't know how that works either, but it works, but it, they, because sometimes, you know, they won't catch anything and then all of a sudden there's a figure there and it's got yeah. arms and, you Sounds know, whatever. Weird. It's crazy. But I did hear too i was listening to um two girls one ghost i think and they were talking about how tiktok has a filter <sighs> um it does a rainbow trail over any living thing and mm-hmm. so apparently you can use it to find ghosts oh wow empty room and it, it it senses something that has like a living whatever like a mm-hmm. Thing to it it will follow oh. it with a rainbow trail and someone said that they put it in this room and they saw a man's head and shoulder rainbow trail thing and it was oh my gosh like, how does this yeah, technology no. work and also i don't think i want to try this in any i think times. i'm I think I'm going to try it at Aurora next time. Yeah, I'm there. you should do it at Aurora. But I was like, I'm not going to open it up. I'm going to, I'm going to try it next uh, time I'm there. In my room or whatever, you know? Oh, no, 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 no. I don't want to know. Because if they're like just fucking with you and they just like put that stuff in there to occasionally go off, I'd be the one that it would go off in my room. And I'd be like, well, I'm right, never seeing it yeah. again. <laughs> so. so, so they do that with the SLS camera. And then Billy is using this word bank device to talk to an entity in Richard mm-hmm. Ramirez's room. And it says things like friend and like female and some random other things and he's asking all these questions and just keeps giving these answers that don't really make sense but also kind of make sense and so they're like oh this thing is fucking with him (laughs) yeah yeah i think so so too yeah um and you know whatever so who knows what it was but then uh also jay goes on the elevator to talk to the spirit that they might have picked up with the sls camera and as the elevator closes, the elevator next to it opens without being summoned. Yep, that's right. I forgot about that. I didn't even have that in my notes. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, which was weird because I don't know. Electrical things, fine, whatever. Happen. Mm-hmm. Things happen, but that was creepy. Yeah, especially because a button has something has to be triggered for that to open. I yeah, because usually you have to press a button for the elevator. Yeah. Um, 
Um, That's weird. So then uh, Zach was taking some full spectrum photos. They have that full spectrum camera, which shows all the mm. whatever in the other light spectrums, like infrared and who knows. I'm, mm. I'm not really sure how any of this stuff works. Me neither. Caught this weird dark shadow figure. Coming in- towards him? Yeah, and it was coming. Yeah, that was, that's what I have next in mind, shadow figure. Yeah, it's creepy. That's crazy. Because you could tell. I mean, at first I didn't notice it, but then when it showed the actual progression of the pictures, you can, I mean, you could see it. And it, they yeah, said in the thing, like, we, we ruled out any, like, I, it wasn't a shadow for me. We ruled that out. And it does. I mean, you can tell there's something there and uh, it's coming towards him, which is super creepy. You know what I'm saying, Vern? Yeah. And so that was like the first night of their investigation because they did two nights of this. Place. Which that would have been enough for me, let me just say. <laughs> Yeah, if, if any of that shit had happened, like you and I were there or something, no. we wouldn't be going back for a second night. <laughs> Don't bother keeping my reservation for this. We'd the be packing night. our know. bags and hightailing it out of there. Fucking out of here. There's not a chance. Not a fucking Where's chance. the nearest holiday and we gotta get out of this place? <laughs> right. Oh, I um, love it. But that I thought that was interesting because they did the focal point the first night on Elisa Lamb and Richard Ramirez. Mm-hmm, yep. And then they went on to other people who passed away yes so the second night they decided to do the other floors um besides those two big ones um so he talked a little bit about the great depression and when the cecil was founded and then he said that there's been 18 known deaths at the hotel which is known which as we've talked about before in other episodes back in the day there were always the greatest of records kept so correct there could be more than 18. Um, and then one of the things that was interesting too is that the Black Dahlia was seen there just before she was yep. murdered. Which, have you ever seen the crime scene photos of the Black Dahlia? Um, maybe only in watching like a true crime thing, but I don't know. I sure. So one, I don't know. We follow a lot of different podcasts now on the Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, you know, our whoever follows us we follow back and we mm-hmm. try to follow other podcasts that are in the same vein as what we do someone covered the black dahlia recently Ooh. and i had never seen the actual crime photos up close and it they like gave a warning she like, was dismembered right yeah she yeah, was yeah that's right i've seen half. yes like this yes. torso was here and then her legs were here mm-hmm. and there's like a spot in between where you can see the uh it's gruesome and then he also cut a big smile into her face mm-hmm. and one of her boobs was gone too like they cut off one of her boobs sick it's i yeah exhausting. and i don't know if you've ever this is like neither here nor there another episode or maybe you know tons of people have covered the black dahlia so we don't need to do it ever but i definitely mm-hmm. think it's that one guy whose kids think he did it yeah yeah oh yeah there am, am i thinking right about that there was a tnt like mini series yes yeah Oh yeah, that. Yeah, but I wanted to. I started watching it. It got. It was a little weird. I guess I don't know. It's weird that the Black Dahlia hasn't been like on my super list of things. But I, it is very intriguing. But I'm with you. I think it's that guy because isn't he like a medical? He is in the medical field. Yeah, he was like a doctor or something. So he would have. Yeah, I agree. How to do that? I think he definitely did it, and he would have had the know-how to know like where to cut. And I also think that the LAPD had a hand in covering it up because they didn't. They couldn't figure it out. Absolutely. And he, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I've been mad. I I wouldn't know how to go. I wouldn't know how to go about dismembering a body, I guess. No, like if I were, 
I don't I think about this <laughs> I think about this sometimes if I were ever to kill somebody or if like for whatever reason I don't know I guess when yeah, I you get it. you'd find yourself you find yourself in a, in a sometimes you know, yeah. but I wouldn't be able to do something as intimate as stabbing anyway yeah and then true. by the time I've come to grips with oh my god I've taken a life Mm-hmm. There's no way I'm going to be able to dismember like, well, shit, a body. Well put them onto pieces now. I'm happy. Right. No, not a chance. No, and, I can't. Well, please. I cut myself barely and I'm like about to pass out from that little bit sight of blood. Yeah, I need that. No, no. I just, there was, there's no way. And like, sometimes I get grossed out if the meat that I'm handling is <laughs> too, whatever, you know? Right, it's bloody, yeah. Dinner. Which is weird because I don't get grossed out by that, but I know exactly what you're talking about. And it's weird to me that I don't because any other little side of blood grosses me out. Like, and I I've, like never, I've never done a full turkey for Thanksgiving or whatever, but if, mm-hmm. like, stuffing the turkey and stuff and seeing all the bones, I don't know that I would It is kind of gross. It's kind of gross. It is kind of gross, yeah. Uh, the smell of ground meat, the smell of ground beef cooking grosses me out yeah it's, i don't know sometimes i think that i should try to be a vegetarian and then i think about bacon and then i change my mind i like th- sometimes i'm like man you know i probably could go out without red meat probably i could do probably red meat if i did a good solid steak four times a year i could probably I go no red meat ever yeah because i don't love burgers you like burgers i like burgers. I love burgers but my thing is, is I think that you don't love burgers because you've never had a really good that had a quality burger. Yeah. That's true. But no, you know, I do like patty melts and those are technically burgers. Yeah, yeah, I love be- a good patty melt. Okay. I'm sorry. Have, um, this is where were we? At? <laughs> do you guys have steak and shake in Ohio? We do. And they're disgusting. Actually, both of them got shut down at the same time by the, uh, the people who tell you you're nasty. I don't know. What are they called? The, like health department health grade thing where they give you the grades um we when it's actually funny that you mentioned that because uh my nephew stepmom kelly and nate you know and lanice and i went uh this was a couple years ago and it was we ate in and it was so just i mean our waitress shout out to her she was shakes in florida are good yes they are but these they're nasty up here and um that makes me sad but i would just you said patty melt and that was the first place (gasps) Hell yeah, patty melt, add bacon from Steak and Shake. Ugh. Oh, well, we have Culver's, so. Oh, you guys have Culver's. I love Culver's. Listen, Culver's is seriously the best. So good, and they're, they're custard. Mm. Yeah, it's so good. We don't have it, you know, because I live in New York, and I have to get everything, like, delivered, whatever. Anyway, what was the next part? <laughs> okay. So <laughs> then you saw a dancing patty melt. We were talking about the black Dahlia. Right. And then, um, so she was seen there just before she died. And then they, they didn't have just one serial killer at the Cecil hotel, but they've yeah. had two because also yeah. Hunter Vager stayed mm-hmm. there while he was killing people. Mm-hmm. Women, I think. And they talked to a local historian, Scott Michaels, and he starts giving them all the details on these different rooms and who died where. So they start out in room 704, which is where Helen Gurney killed herself in 1954. She jumped out of the window and landed on the Marquet. That's right. Mark, yeah. Um, And then in room 712, so this is also on the seventh floor, I guess, um, that's where Jack Underbaker stayed for a few months. 
And he said, like, I guess he claimed he was there to study Richard Ramirez. He was like, oh, uh-huh. this is where Richard Ramirez stayed. I'm here. I'm going to study him and do, like, you know, a report on this or whatever. But then he killed three women while he was there. Yeah. I mean, he was, maybe he was studying him and then practicing. And was like, oh, I'm inspired by this. I'm going to go kill you know someone. What? I don't know. Right. Oh, no, so, I mean, he had killed before in Austria and he was right. arrested in the 70s. He was in jail for 15 years, then let out and came to the United States and then killed more people, which is why I feel like I listen to a lot of true crime stuff. And how many times did this, this happen where someone kills someone? Mm-hmm only serves 15 20 years gets out and kills yeah. again yeah like why is this a thing <laughs> yeah it's crazy, why it's is crazy. This a thing? absolutely insane I, yes. I don't understand it yes there are people who are wasting away in prison mm-hmm. for, for selling some fucking weed or yeah. something on them. absolutely insane it doesn't make any sense ridiculous it doesn't make any sense there's no there's no ugh, whatever we should talk about that sometime yeah um so then across the hallway from richard ramirez's room they told this this is a really like graphic story so if you have you know if you're squeamish about stuff like that you might want to skip ahead like 30 seconds to a minute or whatever but this was they told about a woman who was there with her boyfriend didn't know she was pregnant gave birth inside the bathroom and then believing her baby to be stillborn threw it out yes. the fucking window yes i forgot about this i you know what i had this in my notes i could have sworn i wrote a, this down he did a reenactment of that too which was also like really That's disturbing um and then she was acquitted due to temporary insanity right so i guess i and don't it, like i don't understand I don't understand the logic behind that anyway, because even if you thought it was debt, I don't know. I don't understand either. Toss it out a window. That's pretty fucked up. Um, so that I wrote here, I was like, is there something about the energy slash entities of this hotel that just drive people to do really evil things? I sometimes wonder if it's not like some type of, of an evil force that is, shit exactly what you were just about to say like for yeah like you know uh kind of like pushing people into doing this because i know you're not you haven't gotten to it yet but when the lady goes in to the one room and is by the window oh yeah 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 i mean it almost makes you think that there's there's some serious evil in here so she was sensitive to that but still yeah it makes you wonder what there is that's influencing people so then while they're investigating on the second night zach's friend scott which is a different Scott. There's a lot of Scots. But anyway, he calls to talk about uh, his experience at the Cecil. Uh-huh. Him and this other girl, Cariella woman, uh, they, they interview both of them. And so he had a really weird experience when he was staying there. And she was saying that he was acting strangely and not like himself and that his face even looked different. That's right. She said that in the elevator, his face looked different. I think it was in the elevator. She said that it, or that, you know, she said his face looked different. And he said that, you know, looking back, he's like, man, I just like left her. Like, he's like, and there, this is like a creepy place and there's people you don't know. And he's like, I just like left her and went to my yeah. room, which okay. isn't like, that's not, he said, that's not like him. And she said, that's not like him, which is super weird. Yeah. It's just like, there must be a, like, you just feel a dark energy as yeah. for it to like be able to just 
influence people like that. Mm-hmm. So then they, I don't, I didn't take note of, I don't know if they mentioned the room number for this one, but they had another woman who uh, died by suicide and she jumped out the window from the Cecil, but on her way down, she landed on a man on the man and killed him, killed him as yeah. well, which is, yeah. what are the odds of that? That's crazy. That's dude. insane. That's Final Destination, like, stuff. Yeah. So they talked about that lady, um, Pigeon Goldie. Pigeon Goldie, like, that's right. Uh, known locally for feeding the pigeons in the park mm-hmm. and then um she was beaten and uh raped and stabbed yep. in one of the rooms in mm. 1964 what a way to you know like that's just wow what a way to go i mean it's, feel yeah, awful for her terrible like i think that was one of the reenactments where they had just shown like blood right yeah probably safe for them know? to do yeah. that cause... um but so they <laughs> So anyway, so that was something that shook the community and and mm-hmm. was another, you know, stain on the on the hotel. So then they go off and investigate some more. They do they try to connect with the spirits and get some responses and they bring in that medium Patty. That's right, Patty. Feeling lots of energy and she goes into that room where apparently a man jumped from the window mm-hmm. and she's over there opening the window and acted hella fucking weird. Yeah, and she was like I have to get out and he was like don't you know don't she's like oh i'm not going to but she it just she was channeling the spirit of this man or whatever like how he felt at the time yeah did you even hear like before that before zach was like get you know like get away from that window get away from that window did you hear he's like what are you doing and she's like nothing like her voice like the voice that she was was different yeah it was weird it was almost like she wasn't herself and yeah nothing and he's like, no, like, what are you doing? And she's like, no, nothing. And then she like kind of snapped out of it. I thought she kind of snapped out of it and was like, no, no, I just, I felt like I need to get out. And it almost made me go, shit, what just, you know, has like, what came over her that she thought she needed yeah. to jump out that window? I thought she, I mean, I thought she felt like she needed to jump out that window. Yeah. It seemed like she was feeling that feeling. Um, yeah. And then I wrote in my notes, why are the windows in this hotel still so easily open? Why? You go to Vegas and I don't think you can open the windows. Bars over it or make it so it locks and people can't open it. Because I don't know, I haven't, I've stayed in a lot of hotels over the years, you know, on road trips and vacations. I've never been able to open the window in any of these hotels that I've stayed in. No, the whole, like most hotels, and I was going to say like, especially in Vegas do not have um the ability to be opened yeah i thought like, and i thought that was kind of a pretty much a normal thing lit that window but right it's an old building it is know. an old building but you would think with the renovations especially with rebranding and being like hey we're not the murdered suicide hotel anymore right um, come see us we're not going to kill you now bars over those damn windows <laughs> yeah you would think so i mean you really would I mean, how many people, you know, so they like say like how many, how many deer need to be hit in a certain place for the deer crossing sign to go up? How many people do you need to lose, you know, before you, you do something about it? Yeah, it's just ridiculous. Yeah. Because yeah. If, no, that was a really a trippy. spirit here. Like if there's a spirit here who is trying to lead people to end their lives yep. or whatever, it, you should probably, I don't know, you should probably get some better locks on those windows is all I'm saying. Seriously. So um, then, uh, while okay. while they're talking to Patty and she's walking around doing this investigation, whatever, they take some pictures around there and they see uh, there's some like weird smoke around her in one of the pictures. And then they think there's like an apparition in the 
um, in the mirror, like a reflection mm-hmm. of an apparition and they see a bald guy. And so at first they think yeah. it's, uh, it's like one of the crew members, but they're, then they rule it out because they're like, no, because this person isn't wearing a mask and everyone was wearing a mask. I saw that. I, that now to me, that one, I wasn't, I didn't, I didn't quite see what everyone else saw on that one. I couldn't really make it out myself. It kind of, to me, looked a little warped in the, in the Mm. reflection, but that happens sometimes when I'm like watching shows and things and they're like, oh, we see this. And I would have to look at it so long to be able to see it. Yeah. I didn't necessarily see what they were talking about, but I mean, they seemed sure of it and they were there. I wasn't, you know, I don't know. And then this is the point where they all go off to separate floors to investigate alone. <laughs> I'm only laughing because of like Zach, like get them putting him off at the seventh floor. Oh he yeah, was, he was like, like I, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. No, fuck no. Like, really like, like, no, I'm serious, man. He's like, I don't want to be here. I don't want to get off on this floor. And they just let the elevator close. Yep. Like, he's oh, like, has no. he done that to us? <laughs> it was so funny too. Like zero like fucks revenge. <laughs> Yeah, like they were like they didn't even like say anything. They're like, bye, have fun. Yeah, they were like, have fun. <laughs> and then of course, how many times he was, has he oh, like yeah. pushed Aaron into a room and been like, you're yeah. gonna stay in there by yourself for ten minutes? Yeah, and then like and two. I mean, granted, he probably was a little scared, but you know, then of course he's hamming it up, so he's seen oh. it. No, don't shut it. <laughs> like, it's like Zach, calm her down. It was that was great. so funny. But yeah, they went. Um, he went to the seventh floor, and then what? They were like seven fourteen. Seven, what Eric was it? The 14th floor. That's right. Seven. Jack went to Jack Unterweger's room. Yeah. And then Billy was in uh, Pigeon Goldie's room. Yes. And he's the one that got not one, but two anomaly, light yeah. anomalies. Yeah. Is that time or no? I yeah, no, no. And he brought the, he brought the Dodgers hat because yep. she was known for wearing a Dodgers hat. Yep. Um, And then that's when the, the light anomaly goes down into the hat. Oh, I mean couple, the footage of that. It's a couple voices through the the spirit. Yeah, I don't think you can. I mean, to me, when I saw that, I mean, that is hard to refute. I mean, yeah, a like, single light, like an orb type thing, going steadily down, and then when he puts the other item, which for the life of me now, I can't remember what the other item was. Was it the spirit box? Maybe I don't know. I can't remember what it was that he brought over there, but when he set that down, and then you see another one go in. And it's like, that was just too, too perfect to be a coincidence of some, you know, a catch of the yeah. light or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it was a, he was getting a lot of response there. And I mean, it doesn't surprise me though, that all of these things are happening at this hotel because, you know, with it being surrounded by such, you know, p- these people dying, like they're dying. Honestly, I mean, who I'm not surprised that there's a lot of activity. Right. Yeah. Especially because it just kind of it breeds that kind of activity when you have people dying in um, really violent or shocking manners. Mm -hmm. Um, Absolutely. So then, yeah, while Zach is investigating the Jack Underbringer room, he is talking to it. He he gets a voice that says, I'm Jack. And it also kind of sounds like it has a little bit of an accent because he was from Austria Yes, it so did. You can kind of hear that it has a little bit of an accent. Yep. Yeah. And then he's like asking, I don't know what he's asking him to do, but all of a sudden the faucet turns on by itself and the water's running. And that, that was, was wild. <laughs> yeah, that was wild. 
Um, he and him, of course, you know, just ask, just as Zach Beggins will tell you, it was wild. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, "Holy shit!" But yeah. Yeah, I mean, that was. I mean, if I were trying to talk to some spirit, oh, I would freak water out. Water turn the fuck on. I'd be, yeah. I'd be losing my shit. But um, yeah, I did notice that he was saying that, um, saying something, and there was something else that he was saying that he couldn't understand. But it sounded to me like he said the same to the same thing twice, which kind of caught me because, like, a lot of times. I mean, I 100% believe in supernatural, so it's not that I don't believe, but sometimes in my mind, I'm like, okay, how much of these spirit boxes are they actually catching, or is it just right. random things? But the, I think it was in the in Jack's room where he said something to him, and it sounded like "shut the fucking door, shut the door," or some some something like that. And he's like, I don't understand what you're saying. Say it again. And it was like the same. It was a little different, but it was almost like the same cadence of words yeah. together that almost made it seem like he was saying the same thing twice. Yeah. So and I was like, oh shit. When things like that happen, like when they're, when you're doing the spirit box and if there's just like a word or two, it doesn't really impress me that much. Right. If you get like a sentence. Right. And it's all in the same voice. Then I like that. I feel like that's compelling. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was, uh, whatever it was that had happened, he said it was like, almost like he'd said it kind of twice in my mind he did. And then I was like, oh wow, that's legit. Yeah. So I don't know. That, that part was creepy when he was in there. Mm-hmm. And then they also get uh i guess they just catch it on their audio they get a scream and then they that's right pretty sure they are like well we can't confirm whether this is paranormal because it could be someone out on the street or whatever but then they review the security footage and don't see any human around so you know who knows what that was crazy right he uh, uh he concluded the episode by saying it's the most haunted place they've ever investigated that's crazy you to say but right yeah no I thought it was a really cool episode and it really had me like I mean I wasn't like a person who didn't believe it before so it's not like I was like all right you had me convinced but just that stuff even like my sister was like man I just don't know how you can watch stuff like this and not think there's there's some some right it's just like and I mean I know that they're like dramatic and stuff of course I think there's like some of the stuff I think is really kind of hard to fake. Oh, I agree completely. Why would, you, why would you? I don't know. I think it would be kind of terrible to make a living out of faking right. that kind of stuff. Right. And I think they do. You know, I think what they do is they they definitely give it some some extra. You know, he adds a little little salt, a little pepper to it. You know, but he, I think that he's they're not like making this stuff up. No yeah I, I don't think so either but it just was a it was an interesting episode I thought it was too um, a good a good special worth signing up for your free week trial for discovery plus if you're thinking about just it. don't forget to cancel it don't forget to cancel it um what i do is when i'm gonna get a free trial i put it in my phone right then to cancel it so i don't forget <laughs> so um, you know a little pro I- tip life hack for you there I don't know what other stuff they have on there. They have some other stuff that's not interesting, but yeah, if you're, if you're in the mood to watch this and see what we're talking about, you can sign up for a free trial there of discovery plus, which now, I think where can you catch cool that they Sorry, go ahead. all those different networks together. And so there's a bunch of different, like there's HGTV stuff and there's okay. food people and things. Now, where did, where did you watch the Tiger King one? Oh, so that was on I that it, I you can just watch that on the Travel Channel. Travel Channel. Um, yeah. um, also another interesting show that I watch has nothing to do at all with the paranormal, but is it just interesting? I think worth thing um, mention is on Nat Geo and it's called Trafficked with Mariana. 
course I can't remember her name now, but anyway, uh, if you get a chance to watch it, it's really good. Um, every week she goes in, uh, checks out. Well, okay. Let me back up. Have you ever seen life with Lisa Ling? I know who Lisa Ling is, but I, okay. So that's a big favorite in our house. Like she goes in different places and just checks out different things like in things that she might not like she doesn't know anything about or she might not even agree with you know what I mean like she goes and checks out I think it's the Michigan militia maybe uh-huh. and she's like super anti-gun um and uh so anyway she just checks out she's being a journalist it's amazing um she does uh sex work um out on bunny bunny ranch I think it's called or something out out west all this stuff so mariana she does it um but she's doing a little bit more of like stuff that people traffic yeah. so there's an episode about cocaine there's an episode about um uh human trafficking they're very very interesting she has balls dude she is like fucking awesome but also she does one about tigers and it is so fucking sad it made me really sad i almost had to stop watching it um, yeah, I was kind of worried about that when I started watching Tiger King, um, but I felt like it was more about the drama with the people. Than yeah, the- they didn't show like, yeah, and I agree. And it's funny because how bad is it that I'm like, oh, yeah, they had one on cocaine, human trafficking. They were great. Then there were the tigers. And I yeah, can't. No, I just <laughs> like uh, you can talk about whatever. Yeah. Murder, all this yep. stuff. And Not it doesn't bother me as much. But when you start talking about animal no. cruelty, I get really. Yeah, I can't do it. Yeah, it was really, but anyway, we're definitely worth a watch. Um, the that also season, on the Discovery Plus. Oh no, Net Geo. Net Geo, and um, it's uh. I'll have to check it out. Yeah, you should. In this uh, season finale is like coming out this week, and it's um, fire like gun trade. What? So I'm really, like oh, gun, gun, like gun, the gun, tra- gun trafficking. Oh. So it'll be very interesting to oh, see. So. Yeah. But yeah, that's it for the uh, Cecil yeah. Hotel Ghost Adventure it's special. Really cool. It was uh, interesting. Oh, and um, if you want to chime in with anything, if you've ever been to the Cecil Hotel, Ooh, yeah, shoot us an email. It's, Please do. Um, boozeandghoulspod at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at boozeandghouls or Instagram at boozeandghoulspod. Um, we Sweet. usually follow back. Please, please check us out there. Send us an email. Yeah, send us an email. I want an email. <laughs> I'm going to hold my breath until I get an email. Starting right now. I don't think that that's a good idea. <laughs> yeah, so that was, oh that was um, lucky number 13 episode. I loved 13. it. Good, good, good times. Um, I, I think that's uh, just about it for this week. Yeah. Then. I mean, until next time. Stay boozy, friends.